Welcome back, guys. Uh, this is Black TV Shows Podcast. My, I'm your host, Miriam Chemeskin, and Shawnee is back yet again. How are you doing? Hey, y'all. I'm good. Just um, chilling. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, chilling. <laughs> yep, that's what I'm doing. I'm chilling. And chilling is really, really fun when you do it correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How are you? Oh, I'm I'm good. I'm chilling. Well, we we got to tell the audience. We got to be honest. This is all being pre-recorded. We're not doing this like the week of, like we usually do, because you know, uh, we're like I'm in LA. I think I would be in LA at this, or I could be somewhere else in the states at this point. Because uh, we're in January. At, we're at the end of the. We're at the. Sorry, I had to check the schedule here. We're at the end of the month, so of January. So I'm definitely on vacation right now. So. Just let you know, we are pre-recording this because we don't want to, you know, miss the schedule, you know, mess it up just because we have our own personal things happening, you know? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm currently just chilling and, um, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're going to get into the episode, The Cosby Show, Season 4, Episode 19, Once Upon a Time. Uh, so the story is that uh, Rudy uh, tells a story to Cliff and Claire, uh, and it's this fairy tale story that she wrote, um, and you know it comes to life that we actually see it. I'll be honest, mm-hmm. personally, this isn't really my favorite episode. Uh, most of the episodes that involved them playing a different character are not my favorite. Like I, I, you know, my friends hate me. I hate animation. The only animation thing that I like is the Proud Family. <laughs> but okay <laughs> um, but anything like I don't know it's just uh this was like even I don't think as a child I liked this episode but I know this episode plays towards kids uh, you could tell it's a, a episode for kids what do you think like, yeah um so I'm kind of the same way I have like this little complex with cartoons versus live action um a lot of people chalk it up to the fact that I didn't like really have cable for real, for real until eighth grade um, because stuff like SpongeBob grinds my gears. Yeah, I, I like cannot SpongeBob. watch SpongeBob. I don't like SpongeBob. I cannot. I, I can't watch, uh, what's another one? Yeah, Gumball, I can't get into. Um, I'm, I'm more, uh, I lean towards more adult cartoons if anything. So stuff like Aqua Team. Do you watch the Boondocks? Yes. I and I am particularly fond of the theme song. <laughs> um, yeah. See, so stuff like the Boondocks, Aqua Teen, Hunger Force, Family Guy. Um mm, I don't like that either. I, you know, I watch that in moderation. Um between that and American Dad, I think I would prefer um, I probably would prefer Family Guy. Um, something about that story, man. Uh, cause, cause, uh, Steve gets on my nerves. Steve from American Dad gets on my nerves. Him and all that singing, and um, Roger the alien. I just can't. Um, but a lot of cartoons that my friends watch, I have. My friends can quote so many cartoons a lot of the times it is uh it is spongebob but i'll sit there and be all like what are you talking about (laughs) (laughs) what is this and then they'll be like all right you didn't watch this or all right you don't like this yeah some and i try to make too much logic Mm -hmm. out of cartoons sometimes too and that's where i get get caught up um because some of these things just don't make sense to me um what's another show that I can't get with the regular show it it bores me um and even some some of this adult stuff like the jellies mm-hmm. is weird like some of this stuff is weird yeah to me and I just I can't get with it so when when Rudy um was really excited to uh read her story it one just took me back because i've had encounters like this with younger cousins and um and with younger students and then to just seeing the whole acting of it all 
it just felt like they were trying too hard at some points. Mm-hmm. And I would rather you try too hard without showing me that you're trying too hard. Yeah. You know, so some of this, I was just like, all right, we, we can turn this off now. I just, I could tell that this episode was geared to kids. Like, you could tell this is towards children. (laughs) So, I really wish that they could have, so, you know, the Shakespeare episode Mm -hmm. and how they narrated her story. Yeah. I think if they, if they had narrated her story and then there was the video of them acting it out. Mm Mm-hmm. With with better acting, of course, <laughs> it 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 probably would have enticed me. Yeah, sorry, Rudy, can't can't get with it. Um, it's cute for what it is, but it don't go beyond that. <laughs> but did but did you know that I, I can't remember where I heard this from? But I remember a lot of the cast members of the show they actually like doing these episodes, like because it's out of their like main character. They're doing especially. For someone like you know that. Jeffrey and Sabrina, like who are like actual theater actors, that, that you know they that's where yeah. their background is. So this is uh-huh. something that that they would you know they love. So I, I I remember hearing it from someone, but someone was like, "Those are the episodes I like the most is doing the ones that is out of the character." But I you know for me, I can see Sabrina saying that. Yeah. because um, because I think uh, I can't remember what show. But, like, the whole cast, I think, minus Bill Cosby and maybe minus Felicia, mm-hmm. um, they did an interview with somebody. Oh. Or, no, was it, like, an anniversary special? Yeah, oh, are you talking about the Looking Back episode? Probably, yeah. The, there's a, or not, um, sorry, not episode. It was a special, I mean. Yeah, because Raven was, was there, and she was good and grown. Mm-hmm, yes. I think it was Looking yeah. Back. And I, I think... Yeah, I think Sabrina might have said it then. Um, I can see that happening. I can I can see because because you are out of what you're what you're used to, especially on this show, and you get to you know act a little more silly. Yeah, you know, so maybe you got to be a part in order to be able to enjoy it. Um, but watching it was you know, yeah. partially cringy, and it was like watching paint dry. Yeah, so uh, basically, you know, uh, you know, Cliff and Claire come home from where they're, well, they're both tired from work. Um, tired. Like, they just want to sleep, but, you know, Rudy comes in, and she wants to talk about, or read the, her story that she wrote, and it's called A Story by Rudy Huxtable. What a great title. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Short, sweet, to the point. Yeah, we're just, like, in a happy, like, this is very basic. So, basically, we're in a happy land where there are a bunch of happy people um, and, you know, everything is great. You know, you know, there's a guy that brings great news. That's Theo. There's a person that mm-hmm. sings. That's Claire. There's a girl that picks flowers. That's Rudy. Uh, the mayor is Russell. I don't know if they actually said the names. I really did not pay. T- uh, <laughs> yes. I did not his pay name, attention his to name the was details. Mis- <laughs> his name was Mr. Mayor. Oh, Mr. Mayor. Okay. And then um, Mr. and Mrs. Farmer. Oh, that's which Elf. were Elf uh, Sabrina and El- yeah. Okay. They they picked Fluberu. No, they planted Fluberu. <laughs> what kind of name is this? <laughs> girl, I was just like Rudy. You were girl. You you, you was thinking, huh? You know what's crazy is th- th- this is me as a child because you know my friend. She reminded me. <laughs> Apparently, I I really wrote. I don't I don't recall any of this. I have no no memory of this. But apparently. Mm-hmm. I wrote really dark stories, like dark stories that a child should not be writing about. Apparently oh, that's, nice. I, I don't know what the, what it was because uh, at this moment in time, everything that I had as a child is, I think, or that has paper, it was like a paper. We threw out a lot of paper that I had from, I was a child in the garden. Uh-huh. So I don't have any, I have no like evidence of this, but my friend, my one of my good friends, she reminds me all the time. She's like, you know those dark stories like imagine if you still had it you could maybe use it for you know the film worlds and stuff like that but I'm like yeah but I'm like I don't even remember what these stories are about but she she told me that it gave her nightmares like I was just like <laughs> I was just dang I was just like maybe I, you weren't I, destined for the film industry I, well I, 
I'm an only child. So, you know, I, the, most of my time, especially I grew up in, I did not grow up in the age of iPhones and iPads. And mm-hmm. um, I, I did have a computer, but like, there was not much I could do with the computer. So I had mostly my imagination and like, you know, I had blocks. So I created like towns out of these blocks and like, I create like, oh, I'm doing a restaurant business with these blocks with, you know, like, so I was very, like, I had an imagination. Um, You were more imaginative than me. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) because I, as I said, as an only child, you just, I, most of my time I didn't have a sibling to talk to. Right. So this is all I could do to make, especially summertime, like you, when you're just, at home and if your friends go traveling um like you know what I mean? like you don't like and like yeah. my family members that were my age don't live in the same city let alone in the same country like a lot of them are right. in in the states or in africa and all that stuff so it's just yeah so um i this what rudy is is me as a child i wrote stories apparently the ones that are very dark according to my friend but yeah so like so I grew up an only child too um and so I I took the route of the imaginary friend oh okay um or you know talking to my dogs my my cousin does that my uh, cousin she's also an only child she has dogs and and I remember when her one dog passed away she was like that dog was like my best friend like like I was able to talk all my feelings out to that dog and now it's gone like like so I was like oh wow people actually have that kind of relationship I didn't realize (laughs) yeah you know dogs see dogs have evolved um because I know a guy that I went to college with he had a dog named Max I'm not sure if he still has him but he would talk to Max like a regular human, mm-hmm. you know, or like, um, I don't know, Max could be barking because he wanted him to throw the bone or something, yeah. or, you know, he's just making all kinds of noise. And he'd be, he'd be yeah, 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 buddy, I know, I know. Hold, he was holding a whole conversation and was talking. I didn't know who he was talking to. Mm-hmm. And our friends are sitting around and they're just letting it happen. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, who is he talking to? And they're like, Max. And they said just they just said it like this is normal. And I was like, oh, okay. But now it's evolved to where like <laughs> whatever your owner is, your dog is. So if you black, your dog is black. <laughs> <laughs> and the way that that black people talk to their dog, pure hilarity. Pure hilarity. But but yeah, like so so with me growing up, I mean I had cousins that were my age and it was nothing for me to go visit them, but it still I mean I could go visit them and have all the fun in the world, but it still would not change the fact that when I go into my house, it is just me and my mom. Mm-hmm. You know, so I I had my Barbies and my baby dolls. <laughs> um you know, sometimes I would I would talk with them. Um, there's a meme that goes around that says, "You want to know how a little girl feel? How a little girl really feels? Give her a baby doll." <laughs> and it's true because whenever I was mad at somebody, I'm telling that doll. Mm-hmm. Um, and she and she got the business. Like I was spilling all the tea. You know, <laughs> like and I I didn't you know, find a problem with it. But then as I got older and uh, I got introduced to like diaries and stuff like that, that that's what, that's what took hold for me. But yeah, that, that only child thing is real. Mm-hmm. And uh, people do not realize just how real it is. Uh, when you got to go home and you the only one that you talking to. Yeah. And you, and you really want somebody there. And you gotta fill in the void, like that's for real. Yeah, my my cousins they complain that they're like, oh, I wish I didn't have a sibling. Like, I wish I was in your shoes. I'm like, don't wish that. <laughs> like, yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people say like, I wish I was only child. And it's like, yeah, until you are one. Yeah. Like, I wish I had a sibling. Like, yeah, it would have made my life, including my chores, a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're in this land um and you know oh yeah and then there's 
Pierre, who is a parade, but it's a very small parade. Um, and then they always, they give a lot of toys to everyone. And, you know, there's no homework and school is outside. Like, <laughs> this is like a perfect land, basically. Oh, Lord. Um, and then they sing of the song of the land. It's a beautiful day. <laughs> like, I don't even remember what all they say in this song, because no isn't isn't it isn't it a real song it's a beautiful day isn't that a real song it's a beautiful day yeah yeah is that not is that not a real song let me see it might be you're right i was gonna say let's do some research i see a michael blue boy but that's too that's not that's that's too recent um you know he's good for for doing a cover but that man know he was saying that a lot of us wrong but who originally hey michael who originally, oh, this is the person that wrote, oh, no, that's not who I want. Um, I'm seeing you too, but I don't know if that's them. Yeah, I don't know, like, because if they, if they had this song in 19, when did I say this, 1988? Oh, I didn't even say the date of this episode. Wow, I'm so bad at this. This episode aired February 18th, 1988, but um, yeah, I don't know who actually originally Song. I only see the Michael Blue if we, if we Google it's a beautiful day song. Wait a minute now. Hold on. It's literally giving me Michael Blue Boy. What is this? This is not 1988. Oh, I see. There is one from 1974 uh, from an artist called Teach In. What? <laughs> and they're all white. Okay. It's a, a band. I'm seeing Beautiful Day by U2, around about 87. Oh, wait, no, that's a lie. Because it just said it, it released in October 2000. I don't know. I guess we'll never so, know. So if Michael, yeah, because Michael Bublé is the second thing that's coming up. Yeah, I don't. Why is why is that like the most common? Don't they shouldn't they show who originally uh, wrote the song? Or maybe it's I see "Beautiful Day" by Mike and the Mechanics, and it was released in 1988. Yeah, maybe we got to hear the song. I don't know because like outside of that and Michael Bublé, I'm getting "It's a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood," and I know that that's not it. Yeah, it's not it, Mr. Rogers. Yeah. So uh-huh. yeah. So that's the song of the land, um, and then there is this other side of the land. I did, I forgot the name, but they want to create war. Do you remember what the name of this group of people? Uh, I forgot. Yeah. Um, they lost <laughs> See, me is... at that. They lost me at that little slogan thing that they do. Um, <laughs> we we hate. To see the day, we hate the day, can't stand the night. Uh, we don't like people, we only want to fight, or something like that. Yeah, so, um, to the listeners, you can tell we both don't really care about this episode. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, it's really hard to care for this episode. Um, this is one of those episodes where, where I feel like they were just trying to pad the season. Yeah, but also like this, we, this show has to cater like all age groups. So I think this episode just end up catering for little kids. I think that's what happened. Oh, okay. Well, maybe some kids from that from the late eighties can can chime in on this. Um, you know, how how did you feel when you watched this episode for the first time? Mm-hmm. You know, did it really catch your attention? You know, um, yeah. Uh, but they had Kenny being the king. Yeah. Uh Cliff was like what his jester? <laughs> it looked like his assistant well, or something. I don't know. Yeah, or was Vanessa the jester? No, she was I don't the, know. she was the wizard. Oh, right. With the with the crystal um, ball, you know. And then the boy who played Peter's little brother. Yes. Uh oh, what was his name? I like him. Uh Paul. Yeah, you know that yes. they look alike, but I for, I I realize they they're not related <laughs> in real life. Oh, they're not. No, they're not. Oh, okay. I thought they were. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> I really I enjoy him ever since that episode. 
of when they went out to that, to that theater, right? Yes. Yeah. So the vaudeville show. Um, the fact that he just talks so so grown, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, I don't know. It's something about little boys who act like old men. <laughs> I get the tickle of my life. <laughs> oh, and, and it's the same with like little girls who act like old women. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious to me. And when he's all like, you know, hey, Doctor Oxford, it's good to see you again. How's the family? <laughs> and then. <laughs> And the way that that uh, Dr. Cosby just interacts with the with kids, especially on on that level, because I experience this all the time. Yeah, with my kindergartners, and and sometimes I kind of like to mess with them, you know, and uh, and I and I'll ask them like, I'll ask them some questions like, um, hey, did you hear about the stock market crash that happened way back when? You know, like, like I, I, I have like really old people conversations with them. You know, make them really feel like you know we're really conversing. It, it works really well with them. Yeah. Um. Uh. Have you seen the uh the Are You Smart videos? Are you smart? I don't know. So there's this guy on Instagram. His oh, name can is you remember? I think I now I'm starting to. Okay, and he has like, does he have like a little sister or something like that? Yeah, she's his guy sister. And uh, and she and the other kids attend the daycare that his mom owns. Oh, okay. And there's a pre-K kindergarten. Well, I think it is just pre-K kindergarten. Um, and and so yeah, he started asking them. Uh, it it started out with just the god sister, Mm -hmm. and her name is Jabria. And so he'll be Jabria. Are you smart? Yes. That's always her response. And then he'll he'll ask her some random question, and then the answer that she gives is never a correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really really cute. And that's I kind of do that with my kids. I'll ask them like, "What's the number to nine one one?" And then like, it's fun to see how many of them get stumped and not really pay attention to what I just asked them. Mm-hmm. Some of them might catch on like, "It's nine one one. What do you mean? Why would you ask me that question?" But the other ones are like, mm, how should I know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, yeah, that little boy, he, he's tugged at my heart ever since uh, that episode. But uh, that that part of of the episode where where they do that, we hate the day, can't stay in the night, all of that, it was already, like, sort of kind of getting on my nerves at the beginning. <laughs> But like when we got there, I was just like, "All right, that that was the the deciding factor." Mm-hmm. Especially when they repeated it, yeah, like two or three times. I'm not, no, I don't need to hear it again. Mm-hmm. You know, because one, I could care less. Two, just please don't. Just, yeah, you know. So they want to declare war on the Happy Land people. So they send the the Duke of Doom, who's uh, uh, Alex, or what's his name? Uh, Paul, sorry. So Paul? His real name is Alex in real life. But Paul, yes. Oh, okay. They send, they send him to, um, to the Happy Land to tell them that they're going to war. And these people do not know what the war means. So they have to right. look up the word in the dictionary. And they think the, a war is a party. <laughs> I was just like, what is this? Rudy. <laughs> what was going through your mind, beloved? But I, I like I like the purity of Rudy, though. Like her mind mm-hmm. is pure. Like, cause you know, as adults, like we're just dealing, like just like right now, dealing with the government. Like you, you, we elect people in the government, and we hope that they do what we ask, but they tend right. to not really do it because there's always these, mm-hmm. these issues that happen because if you know. Um, there's always people blocking them whenever they want to do something. Um, you know, you know, we're, we're right now, uh, I forgot, what's the word? Uh, uh, we're in, a, what's it called? The deficit? Is that what it's called? Oh, yeah. yeah. Or a deficit or a national Yeah, debt. and like, you know, so I love that like Rudy is just pure and be like, all this will just go away, <laughs> you know? And it's great that kids have that mindset, but you know, when we get older, we realize yeah. that's not a thing, you know? It's just... Yeah, it's like kids look at life through rose-colored glasses. Mm-hmm. But that's also because they haven't experienced enough. 
yeah of life and their minds not to say that their minds can't can't understand what's going on but the average kid is if you sit sit a kid down talking to them about stocks and everything that's going on right now outside of sensory overload their mind they're like what yeah what are you talking about um and i guess that is the the good or the better part of this episode is is just you know it's the mind of a child mm-hmm. and one thing i know about adults is we gonna reach into that inner child yeah <laughs> you know um e- even even now i think the more you grow the more you start to try to kind of cater to your inner child mm-hmm. or you tr- you try to heal your inner child you try to fix all the problems that that went on and so you kind of you live your life in a way that does not uh that does not do that mm-hmm. um it, it's like i don't know i guess like on one hand you could say like your inner child dies but you know your inner child is also you know the bane of your existence yeah it, it it's your core you know it's it's like i'm not i'm not dealing with that because back then i had that happen to me and no ne- and never more mm-hmm. you know so um it's really good in in that aspect when you get to see you know just how how simple oh no simple's not a good word to use um we'll we'll stick with pure with how pure the mind of a child is and and just to see how how they see life or how they would see an alternative life mm-hmm. You know, how, seeing how their imagination plays out, because um, a lot of times kids can't express that, or they have a hard time doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, so so I guess in that aspect, yeah, it's good to see that. Um, but again, I just needed some some better acting to execute <laughs> <laughs> all of that, because child, please. And so the the sad I, I call them the sad people they come and they they declare yep. war and these happy people think it's a party but then they realize it's not a party anymore because the swords come out and they're ready to chop these people up um mm-hmm. and uh yeah and then they declare that they have the land uh, the land and this everything's just going to become lousy and then we go into act two and uh you know now they have the land and cliff says the rules i didn't get most of it but apparently there's like they can't have toys. Uh, they have to only eat broccoli. Uh, there will never be parties. <laughs> the taxes will be double. And like everyone's just not happy. Um, and, right. then they, and then Vanessa puts the mayor into a wall. But originally, I think she the mayor was supposed to go into her crystal ball, but she got, did it right. Wrong. So he's yeah. So yeah, he's in the wall. Um, yeah, and so. It, blah 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 you know like the, there's little conversations with each people like uh you know elvin and um sandra they want their flu buru um and but they i think they end up finding some but then um uh what's his name paul ends up taking away from them um and then kenny's trying to get rudy but rudy's like no you know like because apparently there's a rule where you can't pick flowers it's just Right, so she couldn't be the flower girl anymore. Yeah. Um. First of all, if a flubaroo was a real thing, what would you think it would be? Um, it seems like something that everyone likes. The way that they pick it up, it looks like a burger. Didn't it look like a burger too? Yeah, that's what I was. Because the very first time that they said flubaroo, I was just like. I thought it was like a fruit or something. That's what I thought. Right. And and so I'm thinking like, you know, if if a fruit and a vegetable had a baby, you know, um, I don't know. It, it's, it sounds like something sweet, but also has something leafy on there. Mm-hmm. But it looked like you a know, I don't know. When they, they grabbed it, though. 
Yeah, and so when they grabbed it and and then I saw nothing of what I thought, and I was like, okay, what's that? Then, um, Vanessa, what kind of wizard are you? Were you over here messing up your spell? Mm-hmm. You 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 supposed to be on point with that, so, but and, and then that makes me think of Sabrina, um, the teenage witch. <laughs> yes, because <laughs> that girl has messed up too many spells. Yeah, <laughs> especially when she was in her learning phase. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, so you're Sabrina. Um, Paul, Paul is probably the cutest part of this entire episode because just watching him doing what he's doing and, and he's like and alex the kid like the actual dude yeah is putting his all yeah <laughs> into this acting mm-hmm. that boy is trying you gonna see me today mm-hmm. all right i'm gonna be the best bad boy that anybody has ever seen yeah on this show more power to you very much enjoyed it um but yeah uh, Cliff being the, um, I don't know, the sidekick, um, he did a good job in that kind of gave me like Jafar and Iago or, um, Gaston and, you know, uh, did you see Beauty and the Beast? No, I hate, I don't really like those stories. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, totally understood. Cause weird. Um. Yeah, very weird. And what is that? Stockholm syndrome? Um, <laughs> yeah, well, there's a character named Gaston, and he has this guy who's like his brown noser. And it kind of gave me that kind of feeling between Cliff and Kenny. Oh, I see. Um, and Kenny being, who is he, Mr. Doom or something? Yeah, something to that effect. Yeah, uh, dude. Um, he reminds me of somebody small who would name himself Big. Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, a big dude named Tiny. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, we had Biggie Smalls, you know. We, you, 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 you see where I'm and going, I you know. I am wearing a Biggie Smalls shirt right now underneath my sweater. Period. <laughs> Period. I, I, I do like Biggie. I've listened to Biggie. To some of his music, you know, I kind of know Big Papa, yeah, kind of verbatim, you know. Um, so if you catch me on the socials, you know, being a Biggie fan, you know, mind your beeswax. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, okay, so I won't totally put this episode down while it was hard to enjoy. Um, there are some cute points to it. Overall, I'll give it a C, though. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, of all the ones that we've talked together, it, I, this is not my favorite. Um, yeah. Um, and, you know, by the end of this story that Rudy talks about, about she says, uh, you know, I said, uh, she says the word stop, and everyone just stopped. Like, magically, everything happens, which I'm like, Imagine that. What if we said, let's stop having a deficit. Let's stop uh, gun violence. Let's stop, uh, what am I missing here? Homelessness. Uh, let's hey, stop. Yeah, like, <laughs> like I wish, y'all not hearing me. I wish I could do that. <laughs> am I not loud enough? Mm-hmm. We've, we've been saying in world hunger for the longest. Hello. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Imagine being able to just say stop and (laughs) you know just literally your wish is somebody's command yeah and that's why we're like how no they can't just stop like there has to be something going on and then she's like no it stopped (laughs) yeah and she she didn't even write that in it was just like that which is which is you know so childish because mm-hmm. you know kids just write stories and it just is what it is and they said what they said you know yeah <laughs> and i hate to be vanessa s um as far as you know telling the girl how to write her story but <laughs> hmm, 
you know what? No, I'm not going to tell her how to write her story. But she was like, what, six? Oh, yeah, beforehand? Yeah, the how to write a proper letter and all that stuff. Yeah, but in this episode, how, how old would you say Rudy is? What do you mean? Like, Rudy, the character, in, in this particular episode that we're talking about, is she, like, six six or seven years old? Oh, age-wise. Uh, yeah. No, she's probably much older now. She was, okay, she was five in season one, or, yeah, five. So, we're, so she'd be nine by now? Okay. So yeah. she still, so she still hasn't learned story structure. Yeah. Okay. I'll let her have it. <laughs> 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 I'll allow it. But but yeah, uh it I guess it's also one of those things where like, you know, you get vested in the story and then when you end it the way that she ended it. Yeah. Like with no closure, no nothing. <laughs> just just stop. It's like, girl, what? No, finish the rest of it. <laughs> yeah. And um <laughs> And apparently, you know, when she grows up, uh, she's going to do the same thing when she's the president of the world. Of Imagine the world. if that was if that was a thing. But um, yeah, she's just going to, you know, stop the the guns. Uh, she's going to make people throw their guns in the ocean. Oh, how I wish that would be true right now. Honestly, the, like speaking about guns, um, I, I like I don't understand why guns are a thing. Like. Like in Canada, like it's illegal to carry a gun anywhere. Like unless you're a police oh. officer, that is the only time you're allowed to have a gun. Um, you don't just buy oh, a gun wow. for you don't buy a gun and put it in your house for safety reason because of a burglar comes. That's not a thing. Um, so I don't understand with the states. Like so many people are dying from gun violence, but yet it is just legal to just carry a. a a firearm like I don't understand like there these school shootings like why is it not illegal like to have a gun like I don't understand like I know it's the money like they're you know the government's making lots of money off of it but it's like you're also like, killing so many lives you know what I mean yeah so it gets iffy because um our second amendment uh is the right to bear arms mm-hmm. um and arms are guns. It gets specific um, state by state. So basically, on a federal level, it's allowed simply for safety reasons. Yeah. Um, they get specific with uh, with what what you have, what you can have in your house. If you have a gun for safety reasons, it can be a it's more than likely, more than likely you're only allowed to have a rifle mm-hmm. to protect the house. Um, I know in the state of Illinois, um, you cannot have a handgun on your person. Your gun, whatever gun you get, still has to be registered. We have something called conceal and carry. Uh, well, conceal and carry is all over the country. But it's basically saying that you're a card carrying pistol whip and you know like hey I got a gun and the government said I could have one so leave me alone basically mm-hmm. yeah I do not so so it, it's a very fine line on one hand it's like why are why are guns not made illegal but on the other hand it's like guns don't kill people people kill people yeah but you're so, making it easier for people to kill people <laughs> like you know you know what i mean yeah so, so that's where it's problematic yeah um as americans our mind is to you know shoot first and ask questions later literally and figuratively yeah um and i think just because we are based on the premise of war you know our history out, like anything dealing with politics, war is to follow. Yeah. In some shape or form. Um, and you can't bring a knife to a gunfight. That it, I know I've heard that so many times. <laughs> you know. Um, you you can't fight a war. Like if you at war, you gotta be strapped. Mm-hmm. Um 
Yeah. But then that also makes me think, who came up with the concept of war? Because why y'all couldn't just throw hands? <laughs> <laughs> You're now thinking about how Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, why y'all couldn't just, why y'all couldn't swing on each other and then call it one? I know. Um, yeah, it's better That's to funny. hit each other than to um, to shoot because you're killing that person by shooting them. Yeah. You can still kill someone by hitting them, but it's not as bad. It's not as bad, right. Yeah. I don't think there's a, a real concrete answer as to why guns are not banned outside of revenue and outside of protection. And if there is one, you probably wouldn't get one out uh, from a regular person, you would have to get it from somebody who's like a veteran or, you know, somebody who's high in government. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do know that like in different areas, um, some police officers have an incentive where, um, and I think I want to say they did this in Chicago last summer, um, where you can turn your gun in and you know you won't have any issues like um you know they're going to clean your clean your fingerprints off of it all of that but like in an effort to get all the guns off of the street turn them into the police station you won't be prosecuted um you will be immune to but uh, i don't understand like but like the gun stores should just be closed then so then this doesn't even happen you you know what i mean like yeah you're you're right because we also have um we also have issues of like you know people buying guns for other people mm-hmm. you know and then um cuz right now we're still dealing with uh the case of Cal Rittenhouse and uh and yep. then this another guy I, c- I cannot think of dude's name um that kid with his parents yes. that got arrested. Yeah. Yes. Which is, that was the craziest. Tried to flee. That was the craziest story I've ever heard. <laughs> just, just stupid. <laughs> you buy a gun for your kid for what is wrong with you? Why would you buy a gun for your fifteen year old? I know for Black Friday. And then a, hunt, and then a hunter's gun at that. Yeah. That's Y'all what I'm saying. Nowhere. That is why I'm saying like they should get rid of these stores like these guns and get rid of making guns like it just i don't know yeah i can only i can only think that the answer would be because of the money that's made in weaponry it's the money that's the issue it has to be yeah because there's nothing really logic outside of it because i mean yeah um a gun will make will make an effect but like i mean the taser can yeah. hurt somebody just as just as badly. Yeah, um, they won't a die. stun, right? A a stun gun would, you know, um, mace. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like there there are other avenues to you know to protect yourself. I mean, even brass knuckles. You know, somebody gonna be bleeding. Yeah, real bad. You might have some internal damage, but you know, you're living. Yay. Yeah. But yeah, so we're at, we end we end the story, and so Rudy goes, and Cliff and Claire decides to watch the news, and all they hear are Tara's attacks and guns attack. And I swear, I'm like, what's 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 new? This is this is this is what I see when on CNN. <laughs> like it's just yeah, exactly, you know, like they call it the news, and everything on there is old. Yeah. For one, two, it just I I felt that when they turned the news on and that's all they were hearing because now it just feels like every time I turn the TV on, somebody has been assaulted. Somebody's been killed. Um, somebody's been abducted. Somebody has gone missing. You know, it's, it's, I never turn, turn on the news and the whole newscast is happy. Yeah. You know, I, I never turn on the news and then they say, Oh, uh, the stocks are up. Um, you know, minimum wage is up. <laughs> yeah, they only say the negative. You know, Santa Claus is coming to town. <laughs> you know, like this, it's never <laughs> anything. I mean, there there are some positive moments on there, or uh, I guess mundane 
moments where it's just okay you know it ain't bad but I'm not you know clicking my heels in the air for hearing this yeah but you know like you just said like everything is is negative it's and mainly because the U.S. is nosy we don't know how to mind our business (laughs) you know on one hand it's like okay I hate to hear that another country is going through what they're going through why in whoever's mind is it okay for you to be sending us over there? what they need us for mm-hmm. what are we going over there for yeah they fight with their hands they do things totally different than what we do and on top of that they're not particularly fond of us true they think we stupid and we clowns. And I mean, we fit the description to a degree. But like, we have, no, this literally has nothing to do with us. Mm-hmm. Why are you sending people over there? For what? And then they go over there for two years and come back and they ain't got nothing to show for it. Yeah. It was just, it, y'all go over there and then do basic training. Like, I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. But, you know, that's why I don't need to be, you know, hired within the armed forces because, no. <laughs> no, y'all would have had to put me in jail. And I like after, you know, them watching the news, Cliff like yells at Rudy and says, you need to hurry up and be the president of the world. We need the stall stuff. We need you now. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's the end of the episode of Once Upon a Time. Um, yeah, as I said, we both, we, this is not, we're not fond of this episode whatsoever. We're not. Yeah. Um, and just when you think that there's an episode of a favorite show of yours that you don't particularly care for, it's, yeah, it's, it's weird being able to say that. <laughs> it's really weird. But then when I think about it, it's, it's a few episodes of a different world that I could have deal without. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, it happens on every show. Like every TV show that has ever existed. So yeah, yeah. Um, I give it a C. <laughs> you know, um, you know, if we were Ebert and Roper, you know, like I, I'd give it a seventy percent. Um, oh, I would have given it lower than that. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> but it's because I am not a fan of things that are made for children well actually well I, I I loved a lot of Disney shows but they were not like animation you know like I yeah just, they were just it, not it wasn't really attention grabbing yeah yeah um because even like um there's a show on Cartoon Network called uh Craig of the Creek mm-hmm I mainly like it because it it follow it's uh the main character is a black boy, but he's very sweet, he's respectful. Um he hangs out with his diverse group of friends. Um he stands up against things like bullying and you know, he's he just puts uh black boys in a positive light. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the same thing that Doc McStuffins did for Black girls. Um, and it's somebody else that I'm forgetting. Um, but shows like that, you know, I, I really enjoy. But yeah, I, I needed something more to kind of grab my attention. Like, I don't know if they integrated Fat Albert into the episode, you know. If they would have did like half cartoon, half live action that might have done the trick Mm -hmm. you know um but yeah so so are you thinking like a 50 percent yeah 50 percent for me as an adult I don't know how it would have been if we had a child that watched this and they they loved it you know you never know right yeah but I I feel you on that like so I was more apt to Disney Mm -hmm. um because also growing up without cable and growing up an only child I had tapes on tapes on tapes that I still have now I cannot tell you how many VHS tapes I have um but uh my childhood uh included plenty of rewinding (laughs) 
of The Little Mermaid, uh, Lion King, Aladdin, um, just just so many Disney movies that I I have, or just so so many movies in general, like, you know, a a goofy movie, you know, all all the stuff that we can find on Disney Plus or stuff we can find on, on Netflix or whatever, I had it on VHS. Mm-hmm. and um and yeah that that's my playing field mm-hmm. this other stuff can't really get wet <laughs> yeah can't do and it. so uh we have repeat guest stars on this episode so we have earl hyman as russell we have dion richmond as kenny we have peter costa as peter and we have alex don't know how to say his last name but he is the little boy paul so yep. it's just a repeat the same people so um yeah just not our favorite but uh can't wait to talk to you on the next one you want to plug yourself on on here you can find me on the twitters at i love them 90s capital i capital l capital t the number 90 um you find me on instagram at damn girl you know everybody and on tiktok at dj shea bay i am currently learning to do some clothing hauls so if you guys have any tutorials or any pages I should follow to find out how to do the hauls and how to learn the transitions and stuff, because I'm a grandma when it comes to that. Um, yeah, please send those my way because I want to be of the world too. <laughs> um, and you're going to be back for Peytonk. <laughs> ah, yay! That's an interesting episode. Yes. <laughs> so we'll have I'm excited. <laughs> It'll be a, a bit better than uh, Once Upon a Time. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Much more likenesses. Mm-hmm. You guys, I'm glad that you keep coming back to listen to us. Shout out to you all because you people are the ones who make it happen. Thank you so much. Love you. Same. Mm-hmm. Appreciate you. Oh, yeah. And also, uh, if you're l- loving the podcast, make sure to, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star rating with a review that helps other people find the podcast and get more listeners. And hopefully, eventually, one day, we'll have actual, you know, like, guest actors come on or guest directors. Yes! And, yeah. I'm, yes, please. Tell mm-hmm. a friend to, to tell, tell a friend. friend. <laughs> to tell a friend, like, we need all the widespread mainstream exposure that we can get. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we'll talk to you all on the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.